watching. You know, last week on Psych Ward, I interviewed a number of possible co-hosts. And I'm very pleased to announce that I made a decision. My co-host for right now is Sonia Watkins. How are you, Sonia? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm a little shaky. What's stressing you out? Nothing stressing me out. It's just the medication one. I have bipolar. I'm a doctor. I'm also a superintendent. And I'm also a patient of psych ward. Oh, you got a lot going on. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Too much. You know, I wear a beeper. Oh, I don't have one of those. Well, you should get one. They come in handy. Look, let's talk a little bit about your past. Uh, what do you suffer from? Well, I suffer from major general depression disorder, and I have anxiety, and I also have something called hypersomnia, which means that I sleep uh, a lot more than normal people do. You take medication? I do. I take um, Zoloft. I take Abilify, and I also take Wellbutrin. Mm. And um, all those things keep me ripping and going, and I'm actually doing really good right now. Now, how do you pay for all this medication? Can I ask? Yeah, it's a personal question, but you can ask. I actually am I must, I must, I must. I'm actually considered medically disabled, so that's how I pay for my meds. Absolutely. You have a brain. It's a wonderful brain. That's why I picked you out to be a co-host. Yay! I think your brain's a little screwed up, like mine. <laughs> no, it's not funny. You it shouldn't laugh. Funny. No, it isn't. But what we're going to talk about is... Today's topic, you know, Sonia, I want to buy a gun. And um, today's topic is psychos and guns, right? Psychos and guns, correct. But I want to buy a gun. I've been trying for five weeks to buy a gun, but I can't pass the background check because I'm bipolar. I'm a doctor. I'm a patient. I'm also an illness, walking illness. But I do want to say one thing. If you're a patient, if you're a disabled person with a brain malfunction or a mental illness and you're having trouble buying a gun, you might want to listen to this because uh, we're going to be touching on subjects about mental illness and having trouble buying guns because you have to pass a background check. Well, Ross, um, actually, since the topic is psychos and guns, I've already arranged and have for you on the line a gun owner. Um, a handgun owner himself, he is a gun shop owner as well, and he's willing to talk to you about what it is that you have to do to get your handgun. What's his name? I don't know his name. I just know he's really nice. So you didn't get his name, so what do I call him? Sir. Sir. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. We're on the phone with a gun shop owner. Sir. What do I have to do for a background check if I want to buy a handgun? You and, and everybody else that comes through here has to fill out a, a, a short one-page background uh, form. That's a government thing. That's, that's any gun store in the country you go to. And then we call it in, and uh, you either get approved or not. But there's several questions on there that you'd have to answer honestly to determine what? whether or not you're qualified. What kind of questions? Well, let me get you a list, and I'll read them off to you. Okay. First question is basically asking if you're buying the gun for yourself. That would mean that you're not buying it for, you know, your cousin who's a felon. I guess that wouldn't be an issue. And then there's one that says uh, if you're under indictment for a felony or if you've been convicted for a felony. And I think the one that would come closest to your situation, and I don't want to presume what your situation is, but it says 
Have you ever been adjudicated mentally defective, which includes a determination by a court, board, commission, or other lawful authority that you're a danger to yourself or others or incompetent to manage your own affairs? Or have you ever been committed to a mental institution? So yeah. if that was your question, yeah, would it be a yes? Okay, well, then that would disqualify me from selling you a firearm. Whoa. So that's federal rules. That's not uh, this shop. Yeah, I understand. But, um... Thing is, do you know anybody who would sell me a firearm without me doing the background check? Because I'm pissed off, and I can't. Well, I, I I would certainly hope I don't know anyone that would willfully break a federal law. I I can tell you for sure I wouldn't. Yes, sir. What about ammunition? Can I just buy like? Well, there's no background check on ammunition, so I would assume if you walked in and bought some and walked out, no one would know the difference. But I mean, just because. Uh, you can get away with it doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. I mean, I really can't address that. Right. I just know on the actual firearm, there's a there's a procedure, there are federal rules and and paperwork that has to be filled out. And besides well, the fact that you know it's just not a good idea, it's uh, very illegal. If I did it, I would. Uh, I'm also I would, uh, I'm also legally blind, so <laughs> you know that might have another effect on me. I don't know. I don't know. Sounds like you're going to have a hard time. Hello? Hi. Hi. How are you feeling? Feeling pretty good. You feeling okay? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I want to buy a handgun. You want to buy a handgun? Yes, sir. Well, I don't have any license to sell no handguns in Alabama. Oh, uh, and I, I don't sell nothing for long guns. All I sell. You don't? Why? I don't. I don't sell nothing for long guns. Or you have a long gun? One about oh. ten feet. No, a lot rifles and shotguns. That's, um, but uh, that's all I sell. Do you have any shotguns that'll uh, do the job? Well, I've got a three and a half inch Magnum Mossberg that that I that I have used to turkey hunt with, and. Uh, and I can say one like that, but I mean, other than a job, other than any other kind of job, uh, that that will kill a turkey. Will that but kill a no. person? Will that kill a person? I sure it it would, but I wouldn't say you wanted to kill a person now. I think people are trying to kill me. See, I can't pass the background check. Well, and I can't sell nobody one that can't pass a background check either. I don't have any felonies. I just have a bipolar situation. I'm mentally ill. Uh, I, you got to pass a background check before I can say you're done. I mean, this is, and I'm getting ready to retire anyway. So uh, if you really need to buy a gun uh, real quick from somebody, I'd suggest that you find somebody else. But I'm getting ready to retire. I've just signed up on my Social Security, and and I'm thinking to do some traveling around. 
Oh, so, I'm a little, I'm a little paranoid, and I know that someone is trying to kill me. You got to sell me some kind of powerful shotgun or rifle. You'll have to, you'll have to find somebody else to sell you one. I would suggest that somebody's trying to kill you that you get a hold of your local law enforcement. I tried uh, that. And, well, they can help you. They can help you if somebody is trying to kill you now. Somebody's trying to kill my mother and I, and it's getting really weird because I have bullet holes in my window, and I have somebody shot my dog up, and I just need a shotgun. That shotgun you said, the most powerful shotgun you have, and I'd like to strap it on my back and walk the streets and look for this guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I don't have no I don't have no weapons that you can do that with. What's so uh, funny? Uh, What's so funny? Unless you unless you go to Arizona or somewhere like that, maybe they may have different kind of laws out there. But I but they do do not where I'm from. So. But sir, I'm uh, a doctor. Well, I I was called a doctor today myself, but uh, but I'm not a doctor. So, oh, I'm mistaken. You, I thought you was a veterinarian that I knew. But, uh, <laughs> now, now, that, now that I'm funny, huh? <laughs> yeah, you are. Well, I'm I'm sorry, but I I just can't hit you now on your gun. Uh, you'll have to find you'll have to find another dealer that nobody, can hit you on that. I, nobody will sell me a gun. Well, not me. Um. You'll have to pass a background check before I can see you one now, well, and you'll have to come to my you'll have to come to my place of business too, because I won't I can't see you one nowhere else except my place of business. You can't meet me behind a shopping center or something like that and sell me one privately. Right, right, not. Mm -mm. Mm. I'm mentally ill, sir. 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 What, do what now? I'm mentally ill. Well, have you been diagnosed as mentally ill? Yes, sir. I've been diagnosed with bipolar disease. Well, now, I'm not sure you can buy one anywhere, even if they're trying to kill you your, and your mama and your dog. I'm not sure that you can even buy one anywhere. I know I won't see one now. Why not? Well, you, I don't know if you if you might can go to a gun show or something like that. But now, but I don't fool with gun shows either. So, well, uh, the gun show will sell me one. I uh, if 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 that's going to be your only chance of getting one, far far as I know now. But I don't think you. I don't. Uh, I I wouldn't even think a gun show uh, would sell you one. Why? But they might though. Huh? Why? Cause, cause why? Cause if you're mentally ill, you don't need one. Well, it's not like I'm gonna go out and kill somebody on purpose. I can't help you. Help you'll me, need to call, huh? Help me. You'll need to call. You'll need to call. You'll need to call some. You'll need to call the police. What you need to do? Give me your number. Let me call them. You ready? You call them up, huh? You ready? I'm ready. Seven. Okay. You got it written down? Seven. Seven what? Seven. Yes. Thank you.
Well, goodbye. Well, goodbye to you. I want to give a big shout out and a big thanks to all of our listeners who've been sending letters, emails, and messages on Facebook and all that snail mail, letters in the USPS. And I want to thank my mother for being a great homeowner. <laughs> we want to thank everybody for all the positive response that you've sent to Psych Ward. It's really important that we hear from you and know how you're doing and how you enjoy the show. So we have Jennifer on the phone. Jennifer Fuqua. I don't know what she suffers from, but let's go right to her. Jennifer, tell me about yourself. I knew I was bipolar. I was diagnosed when I was 18. I attempted suicide when I was 18. That's when I was first diagnosed. And um been hospitalized a couple of times. Um, but it's just kind of I've noticed a downward spiral and it it took till about a week ago for me to finally realize I needed a little bit of help because I couldn't do it by myself anymore, obviously. Not being medicated or being in therapy wasn't helping any because I was losing my mind and wanted to hurt myself and everybody else, and I don't want to live like that. So now here I am. <laughs> do, you, do you own a firearm? No, absolutely not. Would you own a firearm? No. Why? Well... I know how I can be. I suffer from severe manic episodes. I'm up and down all the time. And, you know, I can go from being totally happy to wanting to blow my brains out the next second. I, I, I don't cope well. And when I get really, really depressed, I get really, really depressed. And I don't think owning a firearm would be the smartest thing for me at all. Oh, Just because I, I know how down that I get. I get how down that I get. And I know how destitute I feel sometimes like I'd have no other options and so I just think that um eliminating any possibilities would be the smartest thing for me <laughs> absolutely would you harm anyone else blow anybody's brains out no no I, I I might rough somebody up a little bit but I'd never pull a gun on another person what do you mean rough them up not recently when I was younger I'd have a lot of I have anger issues um, now I just yell at people, but before that, when I was younger, I would just kind of have blind rage issues and try to fight and end up hurting people, and that's just not who I am and anymore, but there was a point where that was like that, so like I said, I just don't think, I don't think people with severe mental illnesses should own firearms, period. Oh, Really? Because I'm having yeah. a problem trying to get a firearm. I, I can't pass a background check, and I believe that people are out to kill me. Oh, uh, I couldn't I, I couldn't pass a background check anyway either, but that's for other reasons. <laughs> well, people are out to try to kill me right now, some of my patients. And um, it's, it's just, I'm not paranoid or anything, but it's getting to the point where they won't sell me a handgun anywhere. Hello? Why can't you pass a background check? Because I'm mentally unstable, they say. Well, maybe if you shouldn't own a firearm if you're mentally unstable. I would never blow anybody's brains out, though. But if you're mentally unstable, you probably shouldn't own a firearm because... How, how do they know that? You can say that, but how do they know that? What do you mean? Well... Let's just say in my experience, I know I'm mentally unstable. 
I have no problem admitting that to anybody. I know I shouldn't own a firearm or any kind of weapon whatsoever that could harm myself or another person. But I can talk a really good game, too. What do you mean? I can be, I can be really manipulative when I want to be. I can make people believe that I'm fine. I've done it. There's plenty of people in my life that thought I was fine because I ran a good game. I know how to run my mouth when necessary until I finally lost it and I couldn't hide it anymore because I was nuts. But they have no way of knowing that. What kind of relationships are you in right now? Um, I'm seeing someone. It's not a committed relationship. Um, someone that I have a lot of back history with um and we've been let's the term that my best my other best friend used for it was um we are in an exclusive non-committed relationship <laughs> that's weird as in we're not together we're not in, in a relationship we're not committed to one another but neither one of us has been with another person in almost nine months wow but He's going through a divorce, and he's not ready to be with another person, which I understand. Um, so he's kind of dating people. He hasn't been intimate with anyone else yet. We, we, we're pretty open about that kind of stuff. You know, when he made the date with the other person, he told me, you know, we, if he's intimate with someone, we're going to talk about it. If, if I'm intimate with anybody, you know, we'll talk about it. It's just I'm in love with him, and he doesn't want to be in a relationship. He's interested in me, but he's not where I'm at. So that's causing me a little bit of um, stress, obviously, because now I'm having to sit back and watch him be with other women when I want him to be with me exclusively. So it's not helping my mental state any. Well, do you have a solution to that? I don't know, honestly. I mean, we... He's he's right here beside me through my little breakdown, and he's doing everything that he can to help me and be there for me. And, and he's bending over backwards for me, and it means a lot to me. And our, we're very close friends. We became very close friends. We're each other's best friend. We're the go-to person for each other for everything. So it's the kind of situation where I can stay in the situation, and it's going to suck, or I can remove myself from the situation, and it's going to suck. So either way, it's going to suck. Well, do y'all have sex? Yes. Well, you ever thought about a three-way? Yeah, I've thought about that. Yeah? thought about that. We, we, we just, we've discussed that, actually. That would ab absolutely be good for you, but it would be extraordinary for him, wouldn't it? Well, I, the way I looked at it was that... Um, I've done that before. He hasn't. You've had um, a three. You've had a three-way before. Yeah, but he hasn't done that. So we discussed that in the past that maybe we should do that because you know he hasn't done that and you know, it would just be a new experience. Whatever, no big deal. But like now that he's wanting to sleep with other people, I thought and maybe maybe my reasoning is completely twisted. I don't know. I told someone else this and they thought I was completely retarded. But I I don't know. Maybe by him being intimate with another person and me being involved, maybe you would help the transition of him being intimate with other people for me. Do you think that bipolar, your bipolar is the, uh, a factor in your thinking for that? I don't know. I, I'm not really sure it could be. I mean, 
It, it really could be. I don't know. That's a pretty wild extreme to go through. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, I've done it before. It's not like it's a big deal for me. I mean, but I don't know. I don't really know exactly, like, what my reasoning is behind it. He, I actually discussed that with him today, and he was a little, like, before my little breakdown happened, we discussed doing it, but it never actually came to pass. It's just one of those things we talked about. And when I brought it up to him, he was kind of like, are you sure this is a good idea? I mean, I'm not opposed to it, but I don't want to put make a situation that's already kind of a little bad worse. I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with that. I'm not really going to pursue that right now because he's a little freaked out by the idea now. Would you have a three-way with two guys and one girl? I don't know. Or is it two girls and one guy? I've done both, but I prefer it with two girls and one guy because two guys and one girl just seems a little more sweaty. Yeah, you know, what guy would not want to be intimate in a three-way with two girls and one guy? Exactly. And it's not that he doesn't want to, because he does, but he just doesn't want to complicate our situation any further because we are friends and we're not just people that sleep together. And, you know, when he and I had a, had a, a past history with one another years ago and we were just people that screwed around, we weren't together, we weren't even really friends. But this time around, we're extremely close friends. You know, we talk every day. We see each other as much as we can. We do things together. He's, you know, my family's friends with him. He's, you know, part of my life. We're just very close friends. So we don't really want to complicate the situation more than it already is. So do you think you're really screwed up in the head and you need more further help? Absolutely. So um, what are your, what are your plans for the future? How are you going to deal with this bipolarism? Therapy, um, medication, definitely, and and a three-way. A three-way, probably. Lots of lots of sex with random people, you know. Yeah, that's understandable. You know, right. Yeah, because right. that's the best. That's, that's therapy. That's 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 healthy, obviously. Wow. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it sounds like you got your future plan for you, and I want to. Yeah. I want to thank you for being on Sideboard with this uh, Miss Fuqua. Absolutely. And uh, I wish you Godspeed with your mental health and your physical health and your relationship. Thank you very much. Well, you have a nice evening, morning, and afternoon. <laughs> you too. Bye-bye. I love you. Bye. That was Jennifer Fuqua. We want to thank her. That's our patient of the week, which will be a guest host every week on Psych Ward. Patient of the week. If you'd like to be a patient of the week, just send us a link to your email address or Facebook us at www.itsneworleans.com. That's our parent and sister corporation. Well, Sonia, how you doing? What? What? Well, I think that was a really interesting patient. Miss Fuqua had a lot to say, and I think you really helped her make some really important life decisions about where she's going. Yeah, hopefully I helped her because, you know, most of the stuff is not only helping people, but it's helping me, and I think it's helping you in a little bit, oh, too. Absolutely. It's good to talk about what's going on with people like us. It's important to talk and to get it out. And Ms. Fuqua did that very well. Yeah. What's up next? What's going on? Well, next we're going to get back to psychos and guns. So let's get right back to buying a gun. Okay, let's make another phone call. How does that sound? That. Sounds great. All right. 
Southeast Alabama Home Care. This is Barbara. May I help you? How are you feeling? This is Barbara. How are you feeling, Barbara? I'm fine. How are you? Oh, I'm a little shaky. <laughs> Hello? 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 Yes. Yes. How I'd can like, I help you? I'd like to buy a handgun. Oh, uh, this is not the pawn shop. This is Home Health. Do you know where I can buy a handgun? I don't. I have a uh, mental disability. I'm bipolar. Yes. And I would like to buy a handgun. Do you know anybody or anywhere I, I can buy a handgun? You know, I don't. I don't live in Enterprise, so I really don't know. I think that there's people out to kill me. Oh, my. Yes, ma'am. They're out to kill me and my mother, and I tried the police, but they didn't help. So I want to buy the most powerful handgun they make. No, sir. I Like I said, I don't live here, so I really don't know anything about... I can't pass the background check. No one will sell me one. Oh. What should I do? I don't know. Your mother couldn't do it? My mother might be able to buy a handgun, but she was born without a spine. Oh, my. No, I don't know. We do home help, so I really don't know who could help you with that. Are y'all hiring? No, sir. I'm a doctor. No, we're not hiring. We don't do doctors. I'm a doctor. Hello? Yeah, we don't we don't do doctors. We don't hire the doctors. I'm a psychiatrist and I'm also a superintendent and a patient at a mental health institute. Oh goodness. I want to buy a handgun. Hello? Y yes. Look, I, I can't help you with the handgun. I really don't know what to tell you. I don't know any other number. Well, what should I do? I don't know. Do you think I should just steal one? Oh, I don't know about that. And people that, that, you know, with the congresswoman being shot and everything, everybody's stigmatized on mental illness now that we can't have a handgun. Well, that's right. I hate that, but that's the truth, isn't it? Yes, ma'am, it is. And by golly, I'm going to get me a handgun. Hello? Yes, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. Looks like I'm crap out of luck here trying to buy a handgun. I'm going to have to have some legal representation on this. That's why I'm going to call an attorney right now. A criminal attorney. I guess that's my best bet. All right. Let's get somebody on the phone here. This is a law office? Yes. Yes, ma'am. I need representation. Where are you calling from, sir? I'm calling from an unknown number. Hello? Okay. What are you charged with? Uh, I'm not charged with anything, but I have a mental illness, and um, I want a, an attorney to help me buy a gun. They won't sell me a gun anywhere. Unfortunately, when we that's not something that we would handle. 
do you think the attorney could recommend me to another attorney and that attorney recommend me to somebody because I have bipolar and I'm a doctor and I'm also a patient and I just want to buy a handgun for my own protection. Okay. That's something that, you know, unfortunately in California the state of the law is if you have a diagnosed mental illness, you cannot possess a weapon. Why? It's the law. Well, I live in the high crime area, and I need a handgun or a shotgun or something because uh, I, I feel like people are out to kill me. I'm not paranoid or anything. I'm definitely not paranoid. Well, our entire practice is devoted to criminal defense. So what you probably would want is to go through um, an attorney. Uh, you might try calling the um, Sacramento County Bar Association and see if they could recommend an attorney who specializes in mental health cases. Well, I never committed a crime in my life, and I think that people should sell me a handgun, these gun dealerships that I've just called. Well, well unfortunately, sir, the, the law is that they can't. Why? That's what the law says. Yeah, I understand that. But they have to follow it. And, you know, I, I'm not going to debate with you whether the law is wrong or right. It is what the law is. So if you want to find an attorney that can somehow try and convince a court to order them to do it, then that's what you should try and do. And you, you? Can, you, can, you can call the Sacramento County Bar Association and ask them to refer you to someone. Yeah, but I'm not... Paranoid. Best of luck. Best of luck. No, no, don't hang don't up. Don't hang up. Oh, come on! <laughs> Well, I hope we all learned a valuable lesson. If you're mentally ill, you can't buy a handgun. Evidently, I can't buy one even if I'm bipolar and I have cancer. So, well, back to square one in life. I don't know how to protect myself. Maybe I can own a knife, a machete, or something like that. Strap it around my belt loop. Walk through the city with that. Because, you know what? We do live in the highest crime area in the nation, New Orleans. I wish all of you with uh, mental illnesses or even sane people good luck with buying a gun these days. Thank you for Psych Ward. Bye-bye. Summer's almost over, but at Old Navy, the styles are as hot as ever. Get to Old Navy now for 30% off all jeans, 40% off all dresses, and 50% off all tees. That's right, get 30, 40, and 50% off all your favorite styles for the whole family, plus up to 75% off clearance. Hurry in fast. These deals won't last. The sale ends soon at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid in-store 822 to 828 and online 822 to 824. Excludes in-store clearance, bubbles, active, licensed, and men's package tees.